All right. Hey, everybody, you're listening to What's Your Number? The Chronicles of Two Well-Traveled Women as Told Through Sexual Experiences. I'm Olivia, and I'm in Barcelona. And I'm Mariah, recording from Boston. And this is the podcast (laughs) from Boston. (laughs) This is the podcast where we tell each other the story of every person we've ever slept with one by one. Right. Well, welcome back, everyone. Today, we're talking about Olivia's number 14. That's right. And as a little reminder, we've decided to split up our stories into two separate episodes, which means that you're beginning an episode each week from now on, and we'll have plenty of time to analyze the dirty details of each one. Amazing. I love it. So if I remember correctly, last time we saw you in the saga of your sex life, You told us the story of number 13 and what it was like to fall in lust at first sight. Okay, so, man, I just like all of a sudden just feel not ready for this story, but (laughs) this story is ready for me, so. I get it. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, so I think where where we left off in this story, at least um, uh, the end of the last episode, I was lying on a mattress on the floor in the attic of the hostel where I was working in Valparaíso. And number 12, who's the Brazilian guy um, who worked at the hostel with me, was there. And he was stroking my hair and comforting me because I was sad after just having said goodbye to number 13. Mm-hmm. So as you can see, there's a lot of like overlap already kind of happening here. But (laughs) um, number 13 was the Chilean guy whom I'd met during my time in Balbo. And the next day, number 12 and I and some other friends um, headed out uh, to hitchhike to Bolivia. And as we might remember from episode 12, um, then number 12 and I come to the end of the literal road, honestly, because we go our separate ways. After a few weeks in Bolivia, he goes to Argentina. And then my friend um, Vicencio and I make our way up to Peru and Ecuador. And then I end up in Colombia by myself, working at another hostel. And uh, I made plans, though, to meet up with Vicencio and some other people to celebrate my birthday in Parque Tayrona um, on the Caribbean coast of Colombia. Mm-hmm. And crazy enough, number 13, my Chilean almost novio from Valparaiso has bought a ticket to join us for my birthday, which is pretty exciting and a pretty big deal because number 13 has never been on a plane before. Never traveled to another country except like just over the border to Argentina, which is like only having been to Canada, you know, it doesn't really count. And um, I mean, sorry, (laughs) but it's like when someone's like, yeah, I've been to another country, Canada, it's kind of like, okay, it's the same as the US. Um, But I don't know. Yeah. What can I say? Dude can't stay away from me. 
Never been on a plane before. Wow. Never been on a plane. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really want to see him. You know, we never lost touch. Um, I think we stopped texting for like two days because it just, you know, hurt too much or whatever. And then how long has it been since you said goodbye to him? At this point. Yeah. Um, so we said goodbye like mid January and I think, and so, and this is May, early May. So. Okay. Like four months or so. Yeah. Got it. Kind of a long time for people who dated for like six weeks in a way. Yeah. But yeah. this, this is kind or of or also makes things. a lot of sense. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, it might make a lot of sense as well because it's like just enough time to like get to know him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then if it gets cut off, like you know, in the middle, yeah, absolutely, yeah, for sure. It it was totally that. It was like we were just starting to really like each other, and um, then I left, and then. You know, I mean, people just don't really lose touch anymore. Like, yeah, with WhatsApp or whatever the fuck. Like, you know, you're just you can be talking all the time. And I, I was having a great time and traveling and whatever. But I was having like these kinds of trips are kind of hard sometimes, and you do have low moments. And I would reach out to him and be mm-hmm. like, "Hey," and I don't know exactly know how to explain it, but. Sometimes like it was a lot of adventure, you know, hitchhiking and like yeah. a lot of shit went down and like sometimes I think you just really do want to have someone to text with at the end of the day. Yeah, it gets and, exhausting um, and lonely for sure. Yeah, I was kind of like your number 14. I was like, hey, this could be something. Nobody ever thinks that. <laughs> yeah. Nobody ever believes. Take seriously. People take me seriously. <laughs> well yeah I mean and I was being kind of as irresponsible with his feelings as I mean whatever we're all adults here but it's just like if you guys had got into a relationship or something like what would would that relationship have looked like with him always on tour like I mean he wouldn't have been there for you he would have just wanted someone to text at the end of the day potentially exactly and I think yeah that's all I had to give to number 13 like I was very set on continuing this trip and whatever. So anyways, shit's crazy though. Like we've even said, I love you over messenger, which is literally insane. insane. The days of when you're traveling in messenger is like how you keep in touch with people. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Like I I feel like. Didn't have a SIM card. Yeah. There was a shift. There was a shift. I feel like it was like WhatsApp. People use WhatsApp, but like. A lot of people use Messenger, I guess. Yeah, because no SIM card. Yeah, yeah, for for sure. And also, <laughs> Americans will not use WhatsApp. So if you do want to oh contact God. anyone from home, it drives me insane. Anyway, it's a crazy. tangent for another moment. Yeah, um, I know. It's wild. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm back in Bogota and... Um, uh, you know, I do end up going <laughs> for a drink with the number 11. Because <laughs> you're lonely. <laughs> of course, I'm lonely and like number 11 was cool. Um, yeah, he's a f- few episodes back. He's like a nice, nice guy who's from Bogota that I'd met the last time I was there. Um, I did tell him that we couldn't sleep together because, you know, this guy was coming all the way out to see me on my birthday and I just didn't think it would be right. 
Number 11 did not like that one bit. He actually got tears in his eyes, but I don't think that they were of sadness. I think that they were like hot tears of sexual frustration. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> like he was kind of like you and you, when like you went to the show and you're like, we hooked up before, we're going to hook up again. We're going to hook up again. But this time I was like, no, it's not happening. And he was like, had to like go to the bathroom and came back Ooh, and he was like wow. all red and red in the eyes. And, um, Oh he later gosh. apologized, though. Yeah, it was weird. He later apologized, though, and told me that um, after looking at my photos on Facebook, uh, he can tell that I have something really good going on with number 13. So, okay, this is crazy. <laughs> so, so with number 11's blessing. <laughs> I'm going to let, yeah, I'm going to let that one go because I know we have a lot to get through, but like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh God. Um, yeah. So I'm working in a hostel in, in this tourist, in the tourist neighborhood of La Candelaria. And, um, part of my job is that (laughs) I MC karaoke night at the hostel twice a week. Hmm. And it's kind of a funny mix of tourists and regulars. And, um, most nights end the same way with a Ruben Blades ballad, uh, usually sung by this guy from Cali who's a resident at the hostel, as in, like, he rents a room there year-round. Um, and, <clears throat> yeah, so this guy's so hot. Like, he <laughs> looks like he's chiseled from a marble statue. Like, I, oh I, I try not to exaggerate about how hot the guys are that I've hooked up with. I think everyone exaggerates a little bit, but I'm not exaggerating on this one. Like, at least, especially to me, I think at that point in my life, like if you had been like sketch your ideal man, like I just, this would have been him. Like (laughs) he's like built, but he's not too jacked. And he has like a pretty face with delicate features. You know, I like that. Mm -hmm. And he's like, this like kind of amazing balance of masculine and feminine. Like Mm -hmm. he's a mechanic by day and a professional salsa dancer by night. Oh geez. Yeah. He's like (laughs) dripping in sex. Like, I don't know if you can get more like this belongs in a porno. <laughs> Seriously, like feels like, yeah, he's meant to be on the cover of a romance novel. Like he's not real. And yeah. um, <laughs> I, I saw him all the time at karaoke night because he liked to sing and he, you know, he was always polite, but like never anything more. And obviously I considered him to be way out of my league. And he's always was like some beautiful woman and um, whatever. He's just, you know, I clocked him, but that's it. And um, so number 13 is due to arrive in just a few days. And um, we're going to travel from Bogota together to meet up with my friends. And um, that night I go out on the town with my friend, um, this girl who I'd met the last time I was in Bogota. Um and she is an amazing salsa dancer, even though she's from the States, actually, but like her parents are salsa teachers. And so anyway, she's like this girl from Michigan who just like when she dances, you'd think she's she's from Colombia. But anyways, she's wild. So she knows hot guy from karaoke and we all end up out together and, you know, dancing bachata and like this guy and I, we share a cab home because we both live at the hostel and To my utter amazement in the cab, he comes on to me. And (laughs) when we get home, he invites me up to his room and we smoke a spliff and dance a little bit. And 
I don't know. You know, you could blame it on the alcohol, <laughs> the sexy music, his incredible charm. Okay, so we hook up, right? Like, he makes me come in about eight seconds, I think, just from, like, the situation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I'm just like, wait, hold on, hold on, number 14, just... I explained to him what's going on. Like, there's a guy who I'm involved with who's literally in the air, like, on his way to <laughs> oh the hostel. God. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And um, he's like, okay, what's the problem? Like, your boyfriend shows up and I disappear. You won't even know I'm here. Like, I'll leave you totally alone. I'm not going to get in the way of anything. Let's just have this time together, this one night, la, la, la. And... I'm like, we're not going to go any farther than we already have. In part, because, like, ethically, I really feel like it is wrong to sleep with this guy right before number 13, like, crosses the continent on his first aeroplane <laughs> to come celebrate my birthday. Even oh though we're God. not in an exclusive relationship, but it's just, you know, it doesn't seem like the time for technicalities like that. Yeah, it's like, it's it's not fair to him, like, to his, I don't know. It, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. The intention, I mean, you know. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all have our fuckboy <laughs> moments. Um, but, but yeah, like For I sure. get, I get your hesitation. I get you being like, uh, I don't know, this feels wrong. That's so this right at the wrong. same time. <laughs> yeah, but so. Amazing. But also so right because it's like you guys weren't technically, you know? Not date, yeah, not dating, and like, yeah, you know, he's coming out to see me. Okay, that's his, that's his choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're, like, <laughs> you're, you're off on a technicality. <laughs> it, it reminds me of um, when I was like in Guatemala with number five, and like just all right. the little technicalities. I was like, well, we're not together. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm just gonna, you know, flirt with your high school teacher or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Maybe black out and make out with him. Who knows? Maybe. We'll never know is what's crazy about that. But um yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Like it's partly that. And to be perfectly honest, because I think that's what I'm trying to be. I'm also kind of worried about getting my vagina stretched out. It's a throwback to number four for the OG listeners. But um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still not totally over that. But um Okay, whatever. Point is, I'm only human. I do spend the night. We don't have, there's no P in the V. And for some wait, reason, wait, that wait. makes me feel like a saint. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you didn't really seem to worry about having your vagina stretched out when you were fucking two guys at the same time, like one in the morning, one at night. That is so <laughs> true, Mariah. Good call. I know. <laughs> Why was maybe it was because no, it's because you're you're having sex with them, so it's like they would never know if it's it was like stretched consistent. out from them or from someone else. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's the it's the it's the distance. It's the time apart. Right. And like when I've supposedly, you know, <laughs> not hooked up with anyone else, or like maybe I have, but it hasn't been discussed. But also, we're telling each other that we love each other and like want to be together. So, right. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's a whole new level for sure. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> and so anyways, the next morning I wake up early and decorate a sign with number 13's name on it to take to the airport. Um, and like the joke is that we barely know each other. So we need a like a sign so that he'll know, you know, who I am. It's so funny. It's 
And also you feel a little guilty, so you're like pulling out all the stops. I know. I'm like make I make this amazing sign out of like like a mosaic of magazines that like form is anyways, it it was actually kind of um too much, probably obvious (laughs) in retrospect. So, oh my god yeah number 14 like text me as I'm making the sign he's like you left a sock in your in my room and I'm like listen I'm, I'm going to the airport like just remember our agreement and he does like we we I think at some point we even end up in the same room you know like they're like watching football together or something number mm. 14 barely even looks at me he's like I don't know this girl so yeah mm. <laughs> Number 14, I'll later find out, is, like, such a shady individual. Like, he's definitely, like, team team cheater. And he's, like, I'm, okay. yeah, he's not going to blow up my spot at all. So. I mean, he's, he, he has, like, classic, like, hot person syndrome or I don't know. Like, he's he knows that he's – he knows that he's dripping in sex and feels like he can do whatever he wants, basically. He, like – is engaged, I think, at this point. Oh, I don't know this. God. Yeah. So he's like, I just feel like, you know, karma-wise, he's definitely not blowing people's spots up. Like, yeah, like, you do you. Respect the I game. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't know that at the time. But um, it, that'll be for the coda if we have time. But uh, anyways, yeah. So number 13 and I, we go off to celebrate my birthday. Um um, at the beach with my friends from the hostel in Valparaiso and we have an amazing time and I'm seriously falling for him I know I've said this before but like now it's at a fever pitch I mean I'm just going around hearing love songs in my head like we're just having such good sex and it's like the best sex I've ever had in my life and I don't know he's kind of challenging in some way like he's very different from me Um, but he's super fun and like, I just kind of feel like he's quick and kind of keeps me on my toes. Like he's super witty person, super smart. Um, and yeah, we're just having an amazing time. He also has kind of a dark side, I guess. Um, I guess (laughs) there's no need to just, (laughs) he has a dark side. Um, yeah, and I kind of see it the first time when we get back to Bogota because um, we were dancing at uh, karaoke night, actually. And then he flies into this jealous rage because I make this sort of off-color joke. Honestly, it's like too many p- moving parts to tell the whole story. But suffice it to say that I made a joke about having been with another guy, haha, who I hadn't been with. And okay, so yeah, it wasn't funny. But he just like totally flipped a lid and like he starts calling me like all these terrible names and he storms off and I followed after him, but he was like so angry at me and he's convinced I've been with someone else, this person that I haven't been with, but he (laughs) won't even look at me and like, I've just never really been treated this way by a man. Like I've never been called like bitch or whore by like a man that I've slept, that I'm sleeping with. Yeah. I don't even know how to react and um, next level. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's, he totally loses his shit and I definitely should have been more scared, but I think I don't know to be scared because I just don't really know about men this way. Mm -hmm. I don't think I see what this means Um, Uh that you would make a joke and someone would like lose their shit like this. 
um, and be super violent. But anyways, this will be my opportunity to learn. So he leaves a couple days later and goes back to Chile. And I don't really know what to think. I'm, I've totally fallen for him. And then I've seen this other side of him. And also, you know, what does the future really hold for us? Like he, he wants me to go back to Chile and be with him, or at least that's what he says. And he's like, that's it. Like, if you want to be with other guys, that's okay, but we're not going to be together. And I don't really know what I want. I mean, I need to go back to the States and get, and get a job because I'm totally broke. And I, part of me like really does want to go back to Chile. I had like such an amazing time in Valparaiso and like, he's like a big draw, like, but I don't know. That's months in the future, if ever. And I'm just like a little bit unsure of what I want. And I don't, really know how to express to him that I'm just not sure and I can't really give him what he wants. Instead, I'm kind of like, how about I just tell him I'll give him what he wants and in the meantime, do whatever the fuck I want. Like, (laughs) girls gotta eat. So, number 13 leaves and number 14 is on my D. And honestly, (laughs) at first, I kind of avoid him because I was really overcome with my feelings for number 13 and I couldn't actually just like flip the switch that quickly. Um, And number 14 texts me though and he's like, look, do you want me to leave you alone? Because I totally will. And I was like, no, (laughs) like (laughs) I don't want you to leave me alone (laughs) when you put it like that. And, um, yeah, so I think we stayed in one night with like a bottle of wine and (laughs) just made like sweet, sweet love. Honestly, I have to say, I think this is like one of the best sexual experiences of my life. Like, wow. Yeah. I mean, you just have, sometimes it just, it just is. I think he was obviously like a talented, like lover. Mechanic. (laughs) <laughs> and salsa dancer good with his hands had oh rhythm god. oh you my know. god yes um and yeah, he was made for fucking he was made for fucking he came into this world to fuck and and, and fuck he did yeah you know he just kind of took his time did things the right way i think you know also to be give my, me some credit i think i'm also coming into my own like sexually in a big way like I think I was sort of figuring out what turned me on and how to ask for it and all these experiences with like all these like hot dudes you know (laughs) all these all these men that I was legitimately super into for whatever reason whether those were good reasons or bad reasons like I don't know but I'm just number 12 number 13 number 14 like these guys were like really doing it for me in a way that Mm. maybe men hadn't quite done it for me in the past. I mean, you know, Mm. at least not this consistently. And Mm. yeah, so I think I have my first, um, like G spot orgasm or something. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think like that matters less to me now, but at this point in my life, I don't know. I think the way we were raised was like, if you can't come from penetration alone, then you're broken. So this meant a lot to me at the time. I was like, oh my God, it's possible. Anyways, yeah. whatever. I get um, that. I think, I mean, now I think, 
it's like the same orgasms are orgasms but yeah it was just like a wild time with number 14 is the point and so we kept sleeping together for the rest of the time I was there and uh, I think I also hit up number 11 because you know fair is fair if I was gonna cheat on number 13 with number 14 you know I can cheat on him with number 11 too and I'm like am I cheating on him you know again I don't understand it's not that I don't understand I understand exactly what I'm doing but I'm just like is it fair of number 13 to ask me to not sleep with anyone else for the next six months or a year before we might come together again in Chile. And I kind of treated his um, jealousy like it was a disease that I could cure with my love, you know? (laughs) It was just like, Mm. he's unreasonable and he's wants me to do something that, you know, no normal person would ask me to do. So I'm just going to kind of ignore it. So, yeah. And it feels like, yeah, I don't know. He, yeah, well, I'll let you finish. And then I do have some thoughts on that. Yeah. I want, I want to hear your thoughts. Um, yeah. So number 14 and I, um, my last night in Bogota, we stayed up till 6am having sex and, um, I was supposed to fly out to Vicencio to Mexico city, but I overslept and Vicencio had to like search the hostel for me and finally found me in number 14's bed. And he's like, Olivia, get the fuck up. (laughs) Oh my God. And I was like, oh shit. And so anyways, um, oh God. Yeah. Again, thank you, Vicencio. Again, thank you, Vicencio. God, he's he's such a lifesaver. Yeah, I, Dude, I also feel yeah. like you you kind of knew, like, because it's like you saw him fly into this jealous rage, and I feel like you probably yeah you started to. I I feel like it was like almost an act of rebellion in a way. You're like, okay, I love you, but you can't control me. You know, right? Like you will not control this part of my life, and like it probably felt good because of that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's really true. I knew enough to be like, well, I'm not going to let this guy's jealousy like stand in the way of me having the best sex of my life up till now. Like, <laughs> yeah. And also, like, I feel like sometimes when you're traveling, there's like kind of this feeling like it doesn't count or something. I don't know. Oh, you're just for like, sure. well, this is like the time in my life for me to be doing these things. So I will do them like at all costs. Yeah. Definitely. And I also really was not sure that we were going to be together ever again. And I don't know. I, yeah, I just, I, I, and that really, his, the way that he acted really did freak me out. And I was really, I was really up in the air about it, the whole thing. I think, you know, obviously were I to do it again, um, (laughs) I would have just, I mean, God, obviously I just would have broke, you know, broken it off and been like, listen, you know, this is what I'm going to do. You can kind of deal with it. And he might have like renegotiated the terms, you know, if I had really held firm. But of course, since he had these rules and I was like, okay, sure. I won't sleep with anyone else. Like then he never had to, you know, face the fact that he was being like a bit unreasonable or asking for something that I couldn't give him. So, um, do you think uh, he was not fucking other people? 
<laughs> no, he definitely was. I mean, like he was so shady. Like, and this was what this is like the part that really gets ugly. And I'll get more into this in the next episode. But like, he would you know disappear for days at a time, or like, you know, um, he would send me a photo. Like he's like, oh, I'm in bed, and I'd be like, Oh yeah, how about a photo? Because like when people are really jealous and controlling of you, you become really jealous and controlling in return. I have never in my life asked a man for a photo of him in bed to prove to me that he was in bed alone. Like, are you fucking kidding me? But he would demand a photo of me like every night. So of course I was like, yeah, and where's your fucking photo? And he would send me these photos (laughs) of like two centimeters from his face. Like, and I, even then I could see that it wasn't like his sheets, that it wasn't, you know, he wasn't in his fucking bed. And I just didn't care enough yeah. to like call him on it, but You're just like whatever. I just this is just a dance we do. Yeah, this is just a dance we do. Yeah, exactly. What am I going to be like? Those aren't your linens. Like I can't prove <laughs> shit from. I'm like very far away, but I knew what was going on. And no, I mean, he's not the type of person that thinks that men need to be faithful to women. And it seems like he's, you're starting to kind of feel like, I mean, just from like a, I don't know, um, I guess a literary analysis perspective, Love it. <laughs> it kind of, fe- it kind of feels like you're starting to see him as sort of like an irrational character in your story. Yeah. Like he's not a rational actor, so you're not going to try to reason with him. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. I like that. Absolutely. That yeah. is how it, it felt. I was like, okay, you're just going to spiral out here, dude. But in the meantime, you know, I'm pregnant I'll- with your seed, so we have to deal oh with that. God. Cliffhanger. But dun, you didn't dun. know that at this time. I I think in my heart of hearts, I do know. Yeah. Oh. By the time I get on that plane to Mexico City, like, I kind of know. Oh, fuck. Okay. All right. Well, this is have to. We'll have to come back to this uh, storyline. This one's a real cliffhanger. Um, I, sorry, <laughs> I'm like, I like I'm like really dramatizing <laughs> your like unplanned pregnancy at age 23. I'm like, ooh, wait. <laughs> like using it to like using it to sell episodes. No, I'm just um, no, but I mean, That's totally fine. This whole saga is is like a, quite a saga. So um, I'm excited to hear more. And yeah, thanks so much nice. for listening. Same um, here. Yeah, thanks everyone for listening to another installment. Yeah, we'll, we'll see you next time. We sure will. Baby, if you want me, come and get me. I swear I'll make it easy. On my eyes is what you are. And I don't care. Thanks for listening to What's Your Number? This episode was produced by Olivia and Mariah. Music is by No Fancy. You can learn more about us and check out our blog at whatsyournumberpod.com. We are on Instagram at whatsyournumberpod and on Twitter at therewasthisguy. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, leave us a review wherever podcasts are found and subscribe to hear about more sexcapades. Sexcapades.